Hello and welcome to the Raising Kellen podcast. My name is Marsh Naidu and I blog at RaisingKellen.org where we curate resources for parents raising children with disabilities. As always, remember the content on this podcast is for your information only and if you seek advice for your specific situation to always contact a trained professional. Today is the 100th episode of the Raising Kellen podcast and what better way to celebrate this milestone than with our friends from the Memphis Disability Network. I am joined by Ashley Parks and Jenna Rawls. So guys, grab that cup of coffee, put your feet up and get ready for some awesome conversation. Welcome, Jenna. Welcome, Ashley. Good morning. Good morning. I am so glad to be talking with both of you. Um, and I know you'll also do so much in the in the Memphis community in terms of the, the Memphis Disability Network, which is something as well that I would love to talk more about today. But before we head into that, just to kind of give us a sense of you guys as individuals, um, I would like to know more uh, about you. And uh, before we kick into that, just a brief visual description for our listeners. My name is Marsh Naidu. I'm a female of Indian origin. I have short black hair, brown skin, and I'm wearing a blue t-shirt today. We are going to start off next with Ashley Parks and uh, here we go. Ashley. I'm Ashley Parks and I have blonde hair and I'm wearing a pink sweater today. I'm Jenna Rawls and um, I am, I have two daughters. I just have an emptiness so I just got to go on a walk this morning. So I have on my workout clothes and I'm with my dog Mr. Willis Brown. So and a quick shout out to Carrie, who is a dear friend of yes. mine, and it was actually friends with Ashley um, as well as Jenna. So thank you, Carrie, for making this uh, introduction. Guys, how did this ministry come about? Well, uh, for me, I joined Christ Church about 17 years ago, and the ministry was just kind of getting off the ground. And it was it was started by several parents that had children um, with disabilities that attended Christ Church. And so when I arrived, it had um, there was a volunteer that was was running the ministry and trying to get you know things going um, in different types of programming and a Sunday school class for their children. And so that's kind of where it started. And then from there, um, when I joined, I think back in 2006, I quickly met Jenna because she and I were, were kind of doing the same thing, but at different churches. So I was at Christ Church and Jenna was a volunteer at Second Pres doing um, the same kind of work that I was doing. And so, um, that's kind of where it all started with the ministry and and kind of growing it to where we are today. Jen and I met right off the bat because there were um, we both had issues with uh, trying to find volunteers and support um, when we started growing the ministries. And um, 
that's where, you know, it all began, especially with Jenna and I's relationship and partnering and collaborating and bringing other churches in on what we were doing and how we were um, growing the ministry and and finding more families that needed support and needed Jesus. Jenna, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, just tell us a little bit about you and how you came to the ministry. Well, mine is, is kind of a sweet story. When I was 12, I saw a commercial. Um, I was in my little sunroom in Nashville, Tennessee. And I think looking back, that was the Lord putting the special needs ministry on my heart. And I just started volunteering um, as much as I could since then. And um, when I I was, I got a business degree, so it wasn't, I didn't get any kind of special ed degree. I don't have anybody in my family, but I just was volunteering anytime I could. And that's when I met Ashley, um, was just combining together because we both love to do it. It was what, you know, just brought our hearts full and my family got involved as well. So my husband and my two girls are also very involved in the ministry. So. Ashley, now, did you have any background as far as the disability community is before you started uh, your ministry, the ministry at Christ Church? I did. I actually worked at um, United Cerebral Palsy of the Mid-South for 15 years, and I was the director there of their support and recreational services. So I did mostly children's services with the exception of one adult adult program that I operated. Um, so I was at a, a little bit of an advantage with experience because I had all of these families that I had, I had been serving for years and, um, now these when I went to Christ Church, I had, you know, I, I knew a lot of people that I wanted to bring into the ministry and um I wanted them to learn about what we were doing there and, and how they could benefit from, you know, what we were offering and also bring them closer to the Lord. When we first started so, yeah, ministry I, and working together is a lot of the the people that we were working with were younger children and their parents. And now it's kind of flip-flopped. It's like all these children that we were serving 17 years ago have grown up and now they're, they're young adults. And so it's interesting how that's kind of flip-flopped. Not that we are not interested in serving our younger population. Of course we are, but it's, it's more people that we're seeing now that are, that are needing help, you know, ages 22 and up. So that's kind of where we are today. It's an interesting thing um, how that's worked out. I know, Ashley, because I think a lot of parents initially, depending on where they are in the journey as a family, you know, early on, it's like the early intervention, all your therapies take such front and center stage. But as time goes on, you know, practical issues such as housing, long-term housing, a setting up financial resources to support your loved one with a disability kind of takes front and center stage. Mm -hmm. And that's why I found um, the informational evening I attended with you all, I think around the 5th or the 6th of July of this year, so informative because you guys discuss like transitional training, uh, financial resources. That was an amazing evening you all put together as the uh, Memphis 
Disability Network. So guys, tell me a little bit more about the network and how that came into uh, existence. Well, I'm going to let Jenna talk about that a little bit. What I, I, what I wanted to explain is how, um, how this all kind of is connected to the ministry and Joy Life 901. So initially, uh, the special needs ministry under Christ Church was just the special needs ministry. And then we had a, a, a Sunday school class on Sundays called Blessings. And, and we did, you know, various different things like Parents Night Out, where we gave parents opportunities to have respite. And then we enjoyed, you know, being around their children and um, reading Bible stories and playing games and that kind of thing. So it kind of started off small and then it grew eventually through those 17 years that Jenna and I had been, have been partnering and collaborating. And so through those years, we formed a, a somewhat collaboration of a variety of different churches and, and uh, faith-based organizations, such as Young Life Capernaum, where we formed uh, Joy Life 901. But after the pandemic, it seemed like, you know, things kind of, as as we all know, the, the world just kind of shook up and things kind of settled and went in different directions. And so Joy Life 901 um, kind of was was kind of morphed into the Christchurch ministry, like where it was just it's it's like a hub of all of these different things. Like Memphis Joy Prom is an arm off of Joy Life 901 in Christchurch. Memphis Disability Network is the same thing. It's an arm off of this ministry where uh, I met Torben Jensen, who is with Johnny and Friends uh, over a year ago, probably a year and a half ago, Jenna, something like that around a year and a half ago, and we were introduced, someone gave him uh, information, and he uh, was already in contact with a girl over at Hope Prez. And so one thing led to another, and we started talking about how we could grow in the Memphis area um, and help families find resources and that kind of thing. So we did a luncheon and invited people and um jenna that's where jenna came in and she you know she was said i really want to come to this and from that point on she knew this was something that that she was really interested in and in pouring a lot of um of her energy into and uh thought that this is exactly what memphis needed so jenna there you go you you talk a little bit about how how your role is in this because she's grown it a whole lot in the past year. Well, I think that, I mean, just thinking about some of what you were talking about, Marsh, about the, the July event. Um, we've found that a lot of our families that we do life with are just bogged down with the therapies and the, and they kind of need help. Sometimes just here's a topic if you're interested, come join us. Right. And so they said, thank you, because we you sometimes can't think that far ahead. So we actually listened to um, those families and just said, what are your needs? And, and uh, if we had resources to connect them with, then that's great. If not, let's figure out, does Memphis need something? You know, if there's a bunch of needs that aren't being met, let's start it. So that's kind of how Memphis Disability Network began. And um, this past year, we took the needs and had six um, 
events that we took the top six needs and we had resources and um, one event, we just did a fun day at Camp Conquest where families got to come out and pet horses and, you know, fish and um, eat hot dogs over a fire. So there's some fun too, but most of it is that the benefit of it is allowing families to network with resources and we provide the venue for that. So I think, I think another thing about that too, Jenna, you know, is that we're providing the venue, but we're also providing a space for parents to to also connect with one another. And that to me is a huge deal because that's where I think most of the time parents can find true, you know, valuable resources in that room, you know, amongst each other. So for parents wanting to know more about the Memphis Disability Network, how would they um, reach all or, or what is the point of contact, Ashley? Well, they can reach us. We we have a website that we can people can go to joylife901.org. Um, they can go to and find all sorts of information. There's tabs with Memphis Joy Prom, Memphis Disability Network, and kind of all the things that we're doing there. So they can find information there. They can email uh, Memphis Disability Network, gmail.com. We will respond to them. Um, We're also on social media. So that's true. Gina, can you tell me what would be the benefit for a service provider or uh, a vendor to join the network? Because you'll also do collaboration on that level as well. Right. So a lot of times resources have a lot to offer, um, but they don't get the word out. Somehow they are unable to reach our families. A funny story is um, the Mid-South Food Bank signed up to come to one of our events. And Ashley and I were like, well, that's interesting, you know, mm -hmm. food. And they have a diaper drive, adult diapers. And so they say, we have this incredible resource and we just are unable to get the word out to some of the families that, and so they brought thousands of diapers and our families, you know, signed up for what size they needed. And it was just this beautiful um, display of like a need that a lot of people didn't know that there was a resource out there. So um, we, you know, even people hearing about you, I, I think you were the, the most um, popular booth at our July event, Marsh. Everybody was lining up just to hear your story and to talk to you and, um, I know some of our friends from that event have already been on the podcast. So yes. it's just reaching more people um, with your resources. So I must, uh, yeah, I must say, Jenna, that was when I uh, met um, Caroline Sadler and uh, O'Malley Norbert. These are the two teachers at Houston High School in Germantown. And I loved hearing about the transitional program they run for the 18 to 21 year olds. And um, yes, and that's a connection that came out of uh, visiting with you all that day. But guys, right. so that's the Memphis Disability Network. What about Joy Life 901? Um, are there any special occasions that your guys have coming up or anything that uh, message that you'll want to get out to the listeners about uh, Joy Life 901? Sure. We have active, you know, 
opportunities each week. Uh, we have a breakfast club that meets from nine to 11 on Thursdays. And what that is, it's a, it's a breakfast we provide for $5. Um, if you can't afford it, you know, that's fine. If people come in and they can't afford the $5, they are, they are not asked to pay. Um, so we have breakfast. We do a Bible study. We have worship time. And then we have a uh, fitness, light fitness with one of our instructors, Ginger Holland, who's amazing. And she uh, works with each individual and it's just a, we have a great time, but we're also learning more about the Lord. So it's, it's a, it's a fun way of meeting new people, providing community for our friends. And, um, and then on Wednesdays, we have a fitness program that we work with, uh, and with our, our fitness director over at Christ Church. Her name's Jan Avawater. She's awesome. She also leads our Challenger baseball program that runs through in the spring. And those are people that participate in baseball with any type of disability and they play different teams. So they have a great time. But Jan leads this uh, exercise uh, that we work all together with and collaborate with her on Wednesdays from 11 to 2. And so during those three hours, we do break for lunch. Everyone brings their lunch and we have um, lunch together. We talk about um, different things and have a devotional. And then we go back to the gym and um, play volleyball or different. We, we walk a lot. We do different things that Jan has uh, provided for us. Um, we celebrate people's birthdays each month. So one, one Tuesday a month, the second Tuesday a month, we celebrate everybody's birthday that falls into that particular month. And we honor them and love on them and provide lunch and do a devotional. So we have a lot of things um, and a lot of opportunities that happen during the week. And then we have special things going on throughout the year where we have pop-up events and um, Thanksgiving and Christmas parties. Um, and we do have a uh, Memphis Joy Prom fundraiser that's going to be a dinner and silent auction in November, November 30th. So we're excited about that and um, in the midst of planning and um, getting real excited about getting people together for that. What I love is that, you know, a lot of our adults aren't in day programs or and so what we provide in other churches and ministries throughout the Memphis area is different activities that they can pick and choose from. So it may be that they love fitness, but they, you know, don't really want to do breakfast club on Thursdays because they have something else. And so our city has a lot to offer throughout the week for um, people out of that 20, you know, the 22 and up. So we just love to get, I mean, we have sometimes a hundred people on Thursdays at breakfast club and it's um, parents. Sometimes we even had a parent come that their kid had gone back to school and the parent wanted to come just because it, it was a community that, that their, their friends were. So mm -hmm. it's just kind of sweet to see um, the volunteers and the caregivers and the parents and our friends all get together um, throughout the week. So Guys, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I so appreciate your time, Jenna and Ashley. Thank you for the work that you'll do at Joy Life 901, as well as the Memphis Disability Network. Um, and 
Before we close off, y'all, I'm not going to believe this. This is our 100th episode on the huh? Raising Kellen podcast. So oh, congrats. <laughs> I, I'm so glad to, to kind of share this with you guys. And um, as I said, totally respect the work that y'all y'all do. Um, I would say there is a light in your eyes, Marsh, that like just sitting here watching you, you have so much joy Yes, um, just in the way you speak. And no wonder, you know, people are tuning in for a hundred episodes. You just are so joyful and we thank you. (laughs) Oh my word. Well, listen, you you guys have an amazing uh, rest of your day. Make sure you tell uh, Carrie, Timmy, I said thank you and hi again. (laughs) Okay, and, small uh, world. I know it. I tell, know it. Tell Kate hello. Thanks <laughs> for having us. Always, always. Bye, right. y'all. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening along on the podcast today. And please share the podcast. Give us a rate and review on your podcast player. And if you would like to reach us with any ideas of future episodes, you can contact me at raisingkellen at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. As always, guys, remember, get to the top of your mountain. This is Marsh Naidu signing off.